Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Shot, the photography and filmmaking podcast. I am Ross Grieve. And I'm Jim Cossey. I'm Esther Ling. And I'm Matt Jacobs. And today we are joined by the lovely Soraya Quarterville. Welcome, Soraya. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Travel photographer, portrait photographer, ex-photographer, Fuji ex-photographer. Correct, on all three. (laughs) And he's done his research. And current president of the BIPP. Oh my word, you have done your research. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thankfully, uh, I'm, I'm a busy photographer, which is nice. It's always good. It's yeah. always good, yes. So, um, what's your key to being busy? Um, working really hard, and that's pretty much as simple as it mm. as it is. I've been a photographer for 20 years, and I've always changed, kind of switched it up every four or five years, and just kept myself nice and busy and creatively mm. engaged with my work. I think that's important, isn't it? to kind of try new stuff yeah. and to keep the creative juices flowing. No, completely. It works for me. I Just for me, just pushing myself every now and again to do something. I know it sounds a little bit of a cliche, but do push something, push myself out of my comfort zone. And it depends what can be anything. I think when I started doing my travel photography, all of my friends were like, it's a little bit drastic what you're doing but actually at the time that's what I needed I'd been in the studio for 10 years and everything was getting a little bit um samey stayed yeah Yeah. you know right as as photographers we get used to doing the same thing in a studio it's a white box you use the same night same background we get comfortable don't we yeah way too comfortable and I think for me I needed to have a complete break (laughs) so it was right okay I'm shutting my studio and I'm going away for four months so where was the first place because your travel stuff is amazing we were all listening last night weren't we Mm. Um, and even your uh, Fuji um, X video um, I don't know where you went I was going to ask you Uh, actually Marrakesh that looked amazing yeah Uh, that was super scary though as a photographer I'm quite used to going to places and the people are fairly open to having their portraits taken Marrakesh is really not like they hate it (laughs) don't they yeah Yeah. you have to be very very under radar because it was kind of like a mix of like Street photography and portrait photography is really nice. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's really what my style is. I try not to get too involved with the people that I'm taking the pictures of. So I kind of observe more like a street photographer would than a travel photographer. So I, I completely re- re- uh, related to that. Um, you know, so, oh my God, it's, it's almost street travel yeah, Be- but beautiful photography, and we we were we just mm. having a, a look. And just I said going, to Ross, wow. I said, "Look, have you seen Sarai's stuff? It's amazing." Yeah, looking yeah. the other night, and it was, it was just we were just drawing over. It was just it. Like, oh, yeah, and the color, obviously Fuji colors, but you know the colors, just the just the aesthetics, like the textures and everything yeah. like that. Yeah, and it's generally, I think I came from a graphic design background, is what I did my degree in. So it kind of all of my style really has come from that. So I look for colors and textures and shapes and and things like that. So it's all of my imagery does tend to have that graphic nature mm. to it which and it helps if you have a visual yeah a good creative visual yeah, eye doesn't it as well. definitely but i mean also with with countries you know if you're going or you're going to shoot in marrakesh and things like that you have those beautiful colors yeah and we look in the uk and i think it's also we're guilty of getting used to our surroundings we don't yeah. tend to actually open absolutely. our eyes enough. absolutely so, and i think there's that's the joy about traveling somewhere new they are so different the cultures are very different the people are different every you know the food's different it's because it's such a kind of um overwhelming sense of my god i'm 
somewhere that's so out of my comfort zone it does again push you creatively so I am normally if I go to a country I think okay Marrakesh it was all kind of oranges and blues if I go to Nicaragua it was greens and reds and you kind of I mean like like Ashley was talking earlier kind of color for me is really important in my imagery and so I will try if I'm going to a country connect images with that particular color palette so they all go together so Marrakesh was all blues and oranges and and black and whites as well if they didn't fit in that color palette it then tends to go to black and white that's interesting yeah that's interesting that's always the uh, photographer's savior isn't it oh yeah love it it's not working (laughs) black and white white. it is then (laughs) but no but we, I mean, we were talking about, um, you know, we've talked about in the past about traveling and mm-hmm. and when you're traveling, you, you don't want to lug around a lot of kit. No. So what's in the bag when you when you travel? I am very back to basics when I travel. Um, I've got two lenses, my Fuji X-T2. I've got an X-T20, which I use as my backup, but it never comes out. But the two lenses that I use are the 16 to 55 mm. and the 50 to 140. So on a full frame, 2470 mm. to 70 to 200. Mm. And I think that gives me most of what I need. Uh, I've just recently come back from Madagascar and I did actually hire a, a wide angle as well. So... But that's pretty much it. They're nice and light. I've got to be really careful when I travel because sometimes I don't have power Mm. for two, three days on end. I'm in really remote villages. So, you know, I've got to keep it really light, my batteries. Mm. And You You take like a USB pack, charger pack with you or something like that? or I just try and take a lot of batteries. (laughs) And I'm really very kind of careful about what I shoot. So I'm not going to... Yeah, you're not going to fire it off all the time. No, not at all. As I'm very... Yep. particular that thing's going to come in again (laughs) i'm very very particular about what i shoot so the camera only comes out if i know the light's right everything's got Mm. to be right for me Mm. to actually say okay this is worth actually clicking the shutter yeah because i noticed in the video you were saying about you get up early yeah Um, so you really only shooting kind of golden hour conditions or when the light is really nice no i shoot at all times times, i shoot at all times because generally the product projects that I get sent on they need me to shoot all times you know their budgets are pretty low so they try and get me in there Uh, Madagascar I was there for five days and they're like right every day we need you up at half four we weren't finishing until you know seven eight o'clock at night so it's is it all natural light stuff you got yeah that's the classic um, perception that people have of a travel photographer oh you're on holiday Oh, goodness me, the amount (laughs) of times I get that. Oh, have a nice trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be absolutely exhausted. And you are broken when you come back. Totally. Generally got chronic diarrhea. I absolutely (laughs) sting. And um, yeah, I'll. Damn, I got told not to tell the poo stories. That's right. No, we, we like oh, a good... We're used to oversharing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you... you know, I, I do need a good three or four days to get over it when I get back. Mm. I need to start eating healthily again and, you know, get back to a normal diet. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're punishing these trips, but they are amazing. That's great. On. on diet, when you're as going to different countries, um, a lot of people sort of wary of water and ice and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, drink bottled water wherever you're going. Yeah, no, the project I've just done with WaterAid um, in Madagascar, it was very apparent how bad water is out there. So, mm. you know, it, we were bottled water at mm. all times and we had, you've got to take care of yourselves. Mm. And, uh, you know, we don't <laughs> really appreciate how lucky we are over no. here, everything yeah. on tap. No, absolutely. 
and you know even the guy that we were out there with it was really quite astonishing to me he's got a well-paid job for a good charity out there and he gets his water delivered in two jerry cans outside his house every day because they've all got taps mm. wow yeah Wow. Really think, I think it's something, I mean, the statistic was amazing. Nine out of 10 people in Madagascar do not have access to clean water, mm. which when you think... That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And so that, that's what's really interesting for me to go out and do these projects is it's that right my work back to basics, is really it? back to basics. You know, these kids that I, I expected Madagascar to be really warm. So, of course, I packed my shorts and my T-shirt. There was frost on the floor. Was there? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. wow. And kids with no shoes on. That I'm taking pictures of. They've got yeah. big wind. So how, how high up were you? I wouldn't have a clue. Must I was quite just high up. really cold feet because yeah. I had a pair of sandals. No way. <laughs> yeah. Matt, you'd have frozen out there. Oh, I would have, oh Matt would have been like an Eskimo, wouldn't he? <laughs> he? He would have needed his little smith hat. He he? Yeah. He's got his massive coat now, actually. Well, yeah, I know, he's, he's, he's got his coat in today's fur, fur, fur thing. Very fur, 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 fur thing. Fur <laughs> thing. A little bit chilly. <laughs> So it's right when when you got into photography. Yeah. What was your sort of path? How did you get into it? And to, to um, I did. I was a commercial. Well, worked as an assistant in a commercial studio. So I did. I assisted a food photographer. I assisted um, commercial staff. Generally, uh, they used to do packaging for mother care and things like that. Pretty pretty exciting stuff. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Making cups of tea and painting white backdrops. Mm. That's what I did for a year and a half, as I think most photographers yeah, you to start somewhere. Yeah, I got into it and in that kind of era did. You know, now they expect it straight away. And actually, I worked quite hard to get where I was. I learned an awful lot about lighting. I learned loads about colour correcting because we were doing packaging shots and it's got to be spot on so for that. to be going on. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be. Um, so, yeah, I did that for two years and then I kind of, I don't know, actually walked into a venture studio and got a job uh. and did that for five years. And then I worked, in, then I left there and did my own studio for five years and then thought, oh, I've been doing this rather a long time now. I think I need a change. Wow. Yeah. And then and then you recently, well, took over from Kevin Wilson as, as president yep. of the BIPP. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you enjoying that? Yeah. You know, it's nice. It's interesting for me to go and visit different parts of the country and, and see what everybody else is doing. I think the nice thing about being in that kind of position is that you do get to see the general health of the photographic world, if you see what I mean. It's And you get in, I get inspired by a lot of other photographers seeing all their work and what they're doing, even if they're in a completely different genre to what I'm doing. I'm yeah. always kind of interested in what other photographers are doing. And it's, it's fascinating. Sometimes it's awful and it's embarrassing to say that you're a photographer. Um, because still, they, I think there's the respect is not quite there. My Even my daughter says to me, mum, when are you going to get a proper job? <laughs> but it's interesting, isn't it? Because yeah. photography is one of the most powerful mediums to sell yeah, a product. Absolutely. And I find yeah. that throughout my charity work, when I'm working for the NGOs, that's exactly what they want, is they want a powerful image to tell that story. We seem to have lost that a little bit. Mm. I think mm. no it's, it's definitely and that's because it's just been dilated with the yeah. digital age yeah absolutely mm. people get so used to seeing we images are, yes, we are we're so used so to easily. seeing powerful stuff yeah. and it's that swipe isn't it swipe yeah. up next one yeah, next yeah, yeah. one What's our, our attention spans is, you know as well you know it's no just, definitely that's your nickname isn't it goldfish <laughs> that's mine oh, yeah. goldfinger um, so for someone who, who wants to start as a travel photographer, that's your real yeah. passion now, mm-hmm. what would you sort of... I would 100% say to go and volunteer with some NGOs because it's 
you just don't get that experience that you would do or you don't get the authenticity that you would do just traveling to a country i've been to some amazing locations that tourists just wouldn't have ever got to and i've only had that access because i've had the so it gets you in into the nitty-gritty yeah really you know you're getting into some really very quite fascinating communities which most of the time yeah you wouldn't even stop so tanzania i would i was in really very remote places where they had never seen a white person wow and you still think that cannot be true Mm. this day but it really is they were stroking my hair pinching my skin i made babies cry because they thought i was some kind of alien Mm. (laughs) and you know they kind of what are you (laughs) (laughs) not anymore i'm not (laughs) no essex is long gone i've been out of Essex for a while now I'm not orange anymore (laughs) you're not tangoed no No, precisely but yeah so I I would suggest doing something like that and it's you know if you're young and that's your passion I think it's you know I've kind of done it the other way around I've done all my traveling in my 40s because my daughter has gone to university and I've now got that space freedom yes isn't it lovely yes But when, when you go to this country, do you hook up with local guides? So yeah. you've always got maybe a translator yeah. there as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they it's, know they go places where not to go. And, yeah. um, you, you have to go with a guide, I think. You would be a little bit foolish to go and try and get in some of these communities without having that mm-hmm. insider and local knowledge. And then it also it helps for me as the photographer going into these communities because generally the translator or the guide has kind of hooked up with them a week or so before and said this is what she's coming Preparing to do mm-hmm. yeah and they're, and they're fully aware of my purpose there this is what we're going to do this is the project and this is what's going to happen at the end of it they get all of the permissions for me to take the pitch people's photographs so it just makes life an awful lot easier I heard you off mic saying you've got a book out coming out. Yes. Tell us about that. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to, actually. Oh, <laughs> oh, you teaser. When you can. When I can. When you can, we'll put all the details in the description. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. No, well, it's 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 a, a project, a, quite a big project um, from where I was in Madagascar, oh, but cool. it's a Fuji film and Water Aid collaboration. Oh, well, so no, nice. Amazing. Yeah, I'm really excited for yeah. it. It should be out by the end of the year. So oh, good. Really cool. So you have told us about it. Yeah, <laughs> but I haven't told you specific details. <laughs> I'm under embargo. He's tricked you. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, have you, uh, tell us about a wow moment and also about a howl moment. Oh, a wow moment. Mm. A wow moment. A wow moment. Yeah, not whale. Wow. It comes with subtitles sometimes. Oh, a wow moment as in career wise yeah um, or, or uh, when you're out when you've been out shooting in these amazing okay. places yeah no tanzania was probably my first wow moment and i think we'd had uh we were camping in the back of a school and it was lovely because they were doing they were building a kitchen um in this school and a kitchen garden so the kids wouldn't go home at lunchtime and they'd stay at school all day so that was great and we were camping in their uh, kind of playing field and we would wake up really early about half past four because as soon as it gets dark in Tanzania you go to sleep isn't you've got no electricity so you read a book and you know torches go most of us were asleep by eight o'clock so we were awake at kind of half four five um 
And I just remember getting out of my tent. We'd had a horrendous storm the night before. It was not that good a night's sleep. And I woke up and all of the steam was kind of coming off the land. You walk, you look down and there was just a couple of little trees and, um, sorry, a couple of little ham, um, houses in this hamlet that we were in. And the sun was coming up behind. And, you wow. know, you just sit there and you think, okay, this is why this I is, do this. Yeah. This oh, is sure. it. And pinched myself and thought, you know, I'd never say, God, if I died today, I'd be happy. But it was that kind of feeling as... Mm. Where was I that am so lucky to be here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, it, you know, we were in this middle of this village. The kids were absolutely a joy to be with. Mm. And it was just one of those moments where you go, I wish I could explain how good I feel right now. Mm-hmm. And when I came back, all of my friends were like, how was it? And I was like, I don't know where don't to start. Know. Yeah. Mm. But that, that's the sort of you, you have to you have to be there to yeah. experience it, don't you? You, yeah. you know, you, you can you can show a photo and yeah. you, you can pour your emotion over it, but to get that true yeah. wow, no. you've really got to it be is, there. It's almost just standing there and not taking the picture and thinking, right, I'm here right now. Mm. <laughs> This is something really quite special. And, you know, I would go on about it. They would always ask me questions when I went home. And I was like, I cannot explain to you how much an amazing experience it was. So I don't really speak about it because it's hard to explain how wonderful it is. And what about uh, a hell moment? That's (laughs) H-E-L-L. Hell moment. Oh, I don't really get very many of those, to be honest, because I will try and always take something, even if it's a bad experience i'll say okay do you know what that's happened i've had one scary moment where i think i was about to get mugged for all of my camera gear in tanzania but luckily one of my friends had spotted it and he's quite big and just kind of came and stood behind me and i said what tommy what are you doing and he's like those guys were just about to mug you <laughs> and oh, i've scared him off so yeah that was a bit like oh okay yeah. that was a bit of i've got a lot of gear in my bag and it's probably worth quite a lot of money to these people mm. and, and up until that time I'd never really felt threatened or anything I'd been there four months by that mm. point wow. maybe I just got a bit complacent yeah <laughs> big friends are great or people with long yeah. legs who can walk really quickly mm. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys, you guys. <laughs> guys. <laughs> so what what next is on the horizon um, I've got Nepal coming up. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, again, this would be my fourth time of going. So it's yeah. fantastic there. I was there in 99. It's an amazing it's place, isn't it? fantastic Stunning. place. And really? just the people are mm. incredible. You've been there since the, the earthquake? I was there. I went uh, on a project for the earthquake. Did you? Yeah. So was it completely wiped out, Kathmandu? Cause it was no, Kathmandu, there's little pockets right. that kind of Durbar Square, which is the famous that, place. Did, was there that was devastated? Not really. Wasn't there was, again, bits. And Just considering really how buildings. old it yeah, is. Like it's 1,200 yeah, or it's, yeah. it's, it's quite scary. But no, we went up to the epicentre. Wow. And the guy who'd been there, I think, a year or so before, had showed me a picture because he'd gone up there with the Gurkha Welfare Trust. Yeah. And it that really was flattened. Wow. But we were there a year or so later and already gone back up again. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. And to bear in mind, it had taken us two days to get up there in a yeah, Land yeah. Rover. They had pretty much done it all themselves. Wow. It was quite incredible. And again, it's moments like that when I sit there and think, we do not know how lucky we are yeah. in this country. Uh, you need to give a bit of like that over here, would you? Sound like a mouth couldn't really. You'd never no. give a bit, a bit of a head over there. Yeah. 
just see him walk out. Honestly, mate, can you just repeat that? <laughs> Sometimes we have to resort to um, lip reading with yeah. Ross. Yeah. Right. Translating. Jim's yeah, going to put what? a transcript down of this podcast below. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you going to say something, John? Yeah, I will, actually. Uh, the, the old Desert Island uh, question. Ah, uh, okay. So, Soraya, Desert Island. What one camera or and one lens? I thought you were asking on a date. <laughs> Damn it, we're not all like things like you do. <laughs> if being an ex photographer, obviously I'm going to say a Fujifilm sure. camera. And I went to Marrakesh recently and Madagascar, they gave me um, two X-T3s, which were beautiful. Unfortunately, I've had to give them back. Uh-huh. They're not that generous with me. Um, so, yes, the X-T3 I would go for. And, yeah, the two lenses that I perfect have. Perfect size as well. Yeah, perfect no. size. Uh, one lens. Sorry, sorry. Oh, one lens. One lens. Come on, come on. Okay. Uh, what about the what about the uh, 55, one, one eight or not? Was that 53? Is it 53? 56. 56, sorry. Oh, I should know. I have shot on it, yeah. It's a, there's a very nice lens. The one, no, it's one, not one eight, it's one two. Is it one two? Oh, what God. is that? <laughs> what is that camera? What is that? A, a, That's a, an 85 a, mil one two, What's yeah. the sensor on it? It's the APS. APS, yeah. No, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful lens, and the, yeah. And yeah. Uh, the lens, I probably actually would go for my 5140. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair enough. That's yeah. my... So that gives you enough to sort of be unintrusive for yeah. those water shots and, and... No, absolutely. It gives me... I like to kind of just sit. If I'm in a village, I'll just sit and watch. Mm. And you know what it's like. You all know what's going to happen. You anticipate, observe. You observe and you anticipate a scene. And you can almost tell the story of what's going to happen. Mm along the way so you just sit and wait yeah do you often like that just to sit yeah. and how yeah. the scene is going to play out and I think also then the local communities don't mind me being there because I'm mm. not going into their houses I'm not you know it's I'm just me where I am mm. they invite me into their houses quite often um, you know Nicaragua I did a whole village portrait shoot oh, for wow. them. I went round to each of their different families houses and did a portrait shoot oh, that's cool it was really yeah. cool they paid me as well in, ban- no. in bananas well really and bananas, yeah. bananas. bananas. How did you give them the shots? Give them like digital. I we had um, host. They were host families for our volunteers. So we would then we then sent the images back with them. Actual prints. Yeah, that's amazing. Lovely. That's great. So, but in Madagascar, we did them on the um, Instax. Instax. So we gave them my Polaroid. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And that was really cool as well. So they do get a copy. It's not like we just take something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that's That's nice. You know, they get something to give, and it was really lovely actually. We went into one um, family in Madagascar and she had them all lined up oh, on lovely. her. The Instax are perfect yeah, as well, aren't they're they? They're great and they're, you know, they're really good quality considering yeah. they just yeah. come out and mm. you know, we were teaching kids to use them. Yeah, I was well. going to say for kids, like to see it come to life, I bet they yeah. can't... Yeah. Oh no, it was, imp- it was really impressive. Uh, it, well, it's a good way to introduce kids to print. But that, but that must be quite rewarding when you see that smile on the face and yeah. you, you see that result, you take the picture, you show it to them, they hold that in their hand, like you yeah. say, you know, it's all it's, along the mental It piece. was lovely actually watching their reaction when it came out of the Instax as mm. well that it was instant it was quite funny because you know when you have a Polaroid it comes out and it doesn't come out instantly they were checking the back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. where is the picture where is it? Yeah. and then it would slowly come to life and then you could see them kind of saying oh wow yeah actually that's really 
you know, they were really proud of their work after that. So, you know, oh, it that's was fantastic. Lovely. Brilliant. Well, been amazing talking to you today. Thank you. thank you for coming in. You're more than welcome. Thank yeah, you. Thank you very much. Me. Thank you so much. And um, if you want to have a look at Soraya's uh, work, have, have a look at all her social channels. All the information is in the descriptions. Make sure you go through her Instagram page. Is beautiful. The video for uh, Marrakesh is on uh, her website. You can have a look there. And also some more amazing uh, mm. travel photos for sure, on there. For sure. Brilliant. Thanks again. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.